Welcome to my world! Episode 8. I can count. <laughs> Joe had to put up the fingers because I had no idea. Um, <laughs> or, he was, or he really doesn't like me. Eight times. Yeah, welcome to my world, which is the offshoot. Oh, what would you call it? Minis. Minis. The minis of the Massive the Attack. Part mini, of the Massive Attack Minisodes, I think we call them. Yeah, so we, we just pick a little topic, generally films, and we talk about them. So you were saying, you were asking me, what topic have we got for this this month? And we have been listening to one of our favourite podcasts about movie fiends. They were, they were talking about classic 80s summer movies. And we've been quite nostalgic about nostalgic about them and I thought why don't we do total opposite and we do winter films and you said you just want to do better off dead don't you and I said well maybe so yes. so we said that so you said yes alright you can watch better off dead I'll find something else yep and you did I did yeah what was that I found a little movie from 1984 which is about sex crimes so, see now you can make the joke and it works yeah <laughs> So, yes, I found a little 1984 lesser-known movie that I remember seeing once as probably a Channel 10 Monday movie yeah. because it is in that theme when I was in high school mm-hmm. called Hot Dog the Movie, yep. which is based around a skiing competition. Okay. So it has that similar theme to Better Off Dead. Yep. And really is not a good movie. Oh, okay. I can remember seeing it when I was younger and thinking, this is good, but I think that was probably because of all the gratuitous tit shots in it. Oh, well, that's, that's what I remember about 80s films. Did they save the rec centre? No. What it, are it's, the stakes? Well, the stakes are... Girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Basically, it's a dude that I'd never heard of called Patrick Hauser. Oh, the housemaster. Yeah. And he's a young, ambitious freestyle skier that goes to, I think it's Squaw Lake or something like that, where mm-hmm. they had the Winter Olympics in 1960-something Yep. to go and join this downhill skiing competition. He meets some young hitchhiker called Sonny on the way, and they kind of strike up a bit of a, a friendship that turns into a relationship. Yep. They then meet up with the local bad guy skier, who I think is German or Austrian or something like that. And along the way, they meet the good guy skiers, and one of them is played by David Norton, who you may know from American Werewolf in London. Oh, okay. I think he was. that was the only thing I'd seen him from. Yep. And the only other name in it, I think, is Shannon Tweed, who was oh, Playmate of the Year 1980-something, and is now Mrs. Gene Simmons. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. And reality TV star now from Miss being Mrs. Jane Simmons. But yeah, the premise is young dude wants to be a good skier, meets another guy, David Horton, who's kind of a bit of a good skier. Yep. The foreigner steals his girlfriend. They do their best to get her back and in the meantime enter this skiing competition, which strangely has downhill racing, moguls and then ski ballet in this one scene where they kind of do these tricks on skis. Which you need to do. And a lot of it, you can tell it's obviously not the actors because it just looks one of like those, you know, Wayne Miller's ski movies where they just have footage of dudes doing these amazing aerial stunts and no close-ups of their faces. So you can tell that it's not the actors doing them. But the premise itself or the story itself isn't that great. Sonny and Harkin, his name is, the, the, the young dude kind of have a bit of a relationship. They end up sharing a hotel room at the start because it's cheaper and... There's a bit of a, you know, do we sleep in the same bed and, you know, where do we go sort of thing. And that gratuitous 80s movie trope, I guess. Like the you no know, holds bar. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it's interesting. They go and check in in this hotel and the checkout or the check-in clerk is a woman and she's in a hot tub and they ring the bell to like, you know, get her to come in and she just gets out of the hot tub and walks around naked <laughs> to give them their keys to the room. And it's like, you know, that's the, just 80s. That's mm. what they do. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm... 
I can remember seeing this when I was younger and thinking, yeah, this is a great film. But yeah, I think I was just boob goggles for the whole movie because it's not a good movie. Is it a comedy? The bits of it are funny. There's the Is stereo- it meant to be a comedy? Oh, it's meant to be a comedy. Oh, okay. It's meant to be one of those teenage sort of yeah. slapstick boobs and stuff comedies. There's one dude whose name is Squirrel and he's like the, you know, not good with the ladies and he manages to score with some other girl in, in the chairlift because there's only enough room in the chairlift for four people and he's the one left out. So he has to go in a separate chairlift. Okay. And this girl gets in there with him and he's putting zinc cream on his face and she comes along and sort of goes, oh, you've missed a spot. And mm. they end up getting it on in the chairlift. But Fair enough. In strange premise. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think this was probably a good movie at the time. So maybe that's why it doesn't hold <laughs> up. So I've probably talked for more than I should have about right, the so quality of this let's movie. Let's yes, Hot Dog so and let's move on to Better Off Dead. Though, the, the only other movie I could think of that was a teen comedy about skiing. But yes, Better Off Dead is a much better movie. Much better. Okay, Better Off Dead, which is a 1985 film directed by Savage Steve Holland who also directed One Crazy Summer, and there were similarities there, because it also cast or starred John Cusack and Booger from The Revenge of the Nerds. Curtis Curtis Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, and this is set in a... I think it's a California town somewhere, but they must be near a mountain. And it's got... John Cusack plays a guy who's in love with the girl, his girlfriend, Beth, who's totally obsessed with it. Now, this movie is surreal. Like, it's just... It's a typical... Boy has girl, boy loses girl, boy goes into a skiing competition to get girl back. Boy doesn't realise that he doesn't need that girl back. He, the, the French um, <laughs> in, foreign, exchange foreign exchange student. student living over the road, she's actually the one he loves. That typical storyline. But it's just done such a... There's just so many weird takes that the movie goes. Yeah. So it starts off with him being obsessed and they're saying, oh, that woman's obsessed. And it's got David Ogden, Ogden Spears, which is Winchester from MASH as the dad. And he's he's got great comic timing. Like he was comedic in MASH, but as a stuck up sort of person where this is, he's sort of the only normal character in this movie where everything else around it is just crazy, but no one acts like oh, this is crazy. It's really well done in that way that it's just this weird world. Like he's, so he, it's like, like my son's obsessed with that girl and you go into, he's got this long walk-in wardrobe and every coat hanger has his girlfriend's picture on it. She's, he's just photos of the wallpaper, the wall with just pictures of her. And you set the tone early where he gets out of bed and he goes and has a shower and you sort of see him from the feet where he takes his strides off and hops in the in the shower and forgot to take his socks off so he's flops him over the top of the shower like later on and then later on when he's getting ready his hair dryer his socks <laughs> so it's just it's strange you got the dad talking to the son and the son's not saying it and his little brother beaver he's, and he's saying badger isn't it badger yes and he's um, which is a take on leave it to beaver yes <laughs> and he's um filling in tokens of, of cereal boxes and he's going to cut them off the cereal and every box he goes to grab cereal is just the cereal falling out the bottom of it because I thought cereal came in bags inside the box. <laughs> it does. But, but, <laughs> and what I think is I love the fact that they continue with that joke and there's a, a bit later on where, where John Cusack feeds the, the cat or the dog or whatever and he walks across the room and drops stuff all over. But, but it's just this surreal takes on things. It's just weird and like he drives to school and there's two guys Asian guys or Japanese I think they're yeah, Japanese are in a car next to it and they go and they obviously have this feud between them they hate each other and they go and do drag racing and stuff but one of the Japanese guys speaks like Howard Corsell and they got speakers on top of the roof and they sort of narrate the race to the guy and it's sort of like okay and they don't explain they explain it later on in the film but they don't explain it at the time and it's yep. like this is just weird yeah. so it, it, it's I love it for it's just strangeness and the way it's delivered 
Yeah. Like, it's not, look how weird we are. And it's funny, because I've seen this movie a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how many times I've seen it. And when you mentioned that you were going to watch this, I was like, oh, you bastard, you get to watch it again sort of thing. But then, to kind of wash the taste of hot dog out of my mouth, I ended up watching it last night as well. What's so. what they <laughs> Again, there there is just so many bits of this movie that are just so cleverly done. Like even just at the start, where well, the opening has a cartoon. Yeah, it's kind the of animation. Weird. Okay, it's weird animation going into that, and it's an ongoing theme because there's a, a few stages of animation in it, and mm. they kind of make it that John Cusack's lane character is drawing these pictures yeah. that kind of come to life. But just the ongoingness of it, where he's like getting up to do a trial run of the K-12 mountain and he doesn't want to have any breakfast because he's going to throw up. And his dad's like, well, you had to buy that guy a new hat last year. And then they, <laughs> they cut to Beth and Beth, his girlfriend, is talking to someone and he's like, oh, yeah, you, know, you had to buy me. Yeah. <laughs> and just, the jokes just keep going. And then again, when he first has that flashback of when he first met Beth and they do the bit where he's standing in the salad at the picnic <laughs> and he like touches his nose and Beth's like oh he touched his nose after I touched my nose I hope I haven't got a booger on my nose and all that. it's just so many little things that could be just throwaway lines in other movies but it's just done it's so just well like, in this one yeah and um I didn't realise and my wife pointed out as well I was like I never looked at him until this time and you saw him next to stand, John Cusack standing next to people going god he's tall he is and I, mean, I looked him up. He's only six foot one, but he but looks Curtis Armstrong's tall. tiny. Yeah, everyone in Hollywood's tiny. Yeah, and he just looked mammoth. And it's like, and his his comic timing was great. Like John Cusack's really good. Like I haven't seen say anything, but he had a hot run there for me. Yeah, now, well, definitely. One Crazy Summer and this are probably the two. Yep. There, he had the Shaw thing. He did say anything, and it's just like he was the guy. It's like because I had no other point of reference. It's yeah, like, John Cusack's my guy. But in 1985. And again, he's that sort of just that little bit older than us. So he Mm. was the guy for us. So with the plot, what happens is Beth dumps him at the start. So he's all depressed and he's thinking he wants to kill himself. So you would not make this movie nowadays. It's a movie about suicide. Yeah. Because he tries a couple of times and fails because of ineptitude of either him or his family and things like that. Because there's one where he tries to hang himself. And his mum yeah. is vacuuming. He knocks the door and, and like knocks him over and he nearly kills himself. Well, because he's going to hang himself and then he changes his mind and yeah. he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Then his mum sort of almost does it for him. Sort of thing. There's then, another bit where he's going to jump off a bridge and his best mate, Curtis Armstrong, comes. Puck up, brother. You're going to be okay. He's going to come over the edge. He slaps him on the back and knocks him over. And it's that classic line where he falls in the back of the garbage truck and the African-American garbage truck man's like, well, they threw away a perfectly good white guy. Sergeant Fuller from 21 Jump Street. Oh, is it Steve Williams? I think so. Yeah, maybe I should go back and watch it again. Yeah, so it's just absurd, the fact that he... Yeah, it's joking about teen suicide. Yeah. But there's the throwawayness I love of some of the bits that, that I find it funny. Because you've got... There's a girl who's like... He's talking to an animated version that he's drawing on his... In the cafeteria, school cafeteria. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm moving on. And there's an animated best thing. You're, you're not over it. It's like, yeah, I can get anyone I want. Really? Who? And this girl's walks in like a cheerleader with these five basketball teams. It's like, oh, her. You can get her, can you? And he goes, yeah. It's like, I love that she bit She dates well. the basketball yeah. team. Not a member of the basketball team. The, the whole, whole basketball, basketball team. team. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I just love the show for what it was. But then you've got the neighbor. And, and this is one thing I didn't like until this time. Where his neighbour's this fat guy who's Ricky. a bit of a nerd, Ricky, who's got an overbearing mum, and they've got the French international exchange student living with them. You know, he's... You sort of think he's evil. He's a bit of a prick, but he doesn't really say anything because his mum talks for him all the time, but he's just nerdy and awkward and all this sort of yeah. stuff. And the problem I don't like him 
is because he's he's played by Dan Schneider, who who was um, and he played Dennis in Head of the Class. Oh, he was the fat kid that sat yes. in the back and got With to write on a computer. Yes. I didn't realise that was the same guy. Yes, him. And that's what pissed me off, because I hated Dennis. Yeah. Hated him. Why he, did he get a computer and exactly. no one asked him? <laughs> it was just like, the, he, had, he was an arrogant character in that show. Like, they all were. I love Head of the Class, but I hated most of the characters in... Or the, the, the st- I loved the teacher. Hated the students. Didn't like Billy Connolly when he took over? Yeah, I liked him too. Still hated the students. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't like Dennis for that reason. Whatever his name is, Schneider. Ricky. Um, Ricky. Okay. And he's not meant to like him anyway. Yeah. It was quite funny because I don't remember this scene, but I mentioned before about the bad movie film were doing summer movies and they did One Crazy Summer and they were talking about One Crazy Summer and then brought up Better Off Dead. Yep. And they were talking about this scene where it goes, one thing I love in this scene. And it's like, I noticed that too. Because Ricky is walking out with a balloon. <laughs> yeah. And he just loses it. And he's sort of <laughs> jumping for it like a kid. And it, I looked at that going, oh, that's pretty good. You did all right. All right. I'll might you forgive him for the dentist stuff in head of the class because you, you're actually pretty damn good. But yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a fun movie because it's, it, it's very quick paced. Like for an 80s film, it moves at a rollicking yeah, good it does. Pace. And what gets me though is that it's not just really the story of Lane. There's the ongoing, you know, Badger with his collecting things out of the the tokens and building his rocket ship and, and had him pick up Trekkie with us. And yeah, and just the little cameos. What's his name? Tyler Negron plays the mailman that delivers his book about how to pick up trashy ladies, and then later on, I think it's New Year's Eve and. and Lane comes home from the dance and hears the music coming out of his brother's room and opens the door and he's in there with like half a dozen trashy ladies and he's like, oh, happy new year. (laughs) And the ongoing paper boys that want their $2. And as I said, I can honestly not think about how many times I've seen this movie, but just that where's my $2 line. It just is one of those things that stuck with me from the 80s from when I first saw this. And I couple this with One Crazy Summer. Same director, same writer. These are great films. They're funny, they're quirky, and you've got some throwaway stuff. The thing One Crazy Summer has is Bobcat Goldthwait as well that you can add. But it's... I think they're awesome. And they're just for me. And I actually put on Twitter and Facebook that I'm re-watching Better Off Dead. This is why I have the sense of humor I have. It just seems to... Either it's forged it or it tapped into it. But I looked up what else this guy did. Savage Steve Holland. He's done fuck all. Like, he's sort of... These... I don't know if they were flops. I I think Better Off Dead was probably one of those cult movies that became more popular later on video. I don't, I don't really know what sort of money it made at the time. But if you tip it, go into IMDb, he's known for One Crazy Summer, Better Off Dead, Safety Patrol, which is a Leslie Nelson comedy, and that's it. And I, you look at what he's done, a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney TV shows. Okay. It's like, oh. Because he is not the voice. Like, John Hughes was like a voice of a generation for us. Yeah. At that time. This guy was that other guy for me. Yeah. With two movies within two year period, he tapped into something that I adored. Like, these are the movies I want to rewatch. This is what I love. And he went on to make Nickelodeon kids. Yeah. I, I think the thing is that he probably struck gold with John Cusack. Because John Cusack... They hate each other. Really? Yes. I read the trivia on this. He made Better Off Dead and he hated it. Like, when he saw it, he watched the first 15 minutes of it, he goes, you lied to me. It's not the movie I signed up for. So I don't know what he thought he was making. And he, he was contractually obliged to do One Crazy Summer, and he did it only for that reason. Mm, okay. He hates Better Off Dead, where... Like how, I said, how can you hate Better Off Dead? I know! That's what like, I get. Even that scene where he so comes out... Of, off John Cusack. That, that scene where he comes out of the bathroom and he's got all those cotton buds shoved <laughs> in his nose and his ears. <laughs> there is, again, there's just so many good scenes in this movie. But yeah, I was just really surprised. I was, like, really excited to see what else Savage has done, and... 
nothing. Mm. Maybe he's hard to work with or something. Sounds like it. But yeah, I just thought for someone who seemed to get a tone that yeah. was so good, but yeah, it was just so sad. And it was kind of cool to see, like, the French exchange student is also one of the um, one of the princesses from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't recognise her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for something, and it's, oh, for, for an 80s soundtrack, I can't remember any really big-ass songs out of it. But there's that quality bit where, after he breaks up with Beth and he's listening to the radio and every <laughs> song's like a breakup song, it's like yeah. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover and all that sort of stuff, and just... The fact that he changes channels a couple of times and it's all breakup songs. And then you just see that one shot of the car driving past and the radio coming flying out the window and skating across the footpath yep. sort of thing. Yeah. It, it's just clever. I think so. I think it's just very clever. And the, just bits of it, again, the, the claymation scene where he's in the, the restaurant making the hamburgers. Just There is just so much to like about this movie. Yep. So, yes, good call. So, don't don't see Hot Dog. <laughs> no, forget Hot Dog. Eat a hot dog while watching. Better if Exactly. And ski down there really fast, and if something gets in your way, turn. turn. <laughs> and on that note, that's probably a nice place to wrap up our episode, so. don't you think? Yeah, I think so. So, yes. Recommend it. It's, for me, it's one of my favourite films of the 80s. Heck yes. Mm. And even though I just watched it yesterday, I'm, I'm inclined to go watch it again now. <laughs> but yes. I'm tempted to watch One Crazy Summer again now. Good idea. Yeah. Have a, have a bit of a John Cusack marathon. What what I do like before we wrap up, I do like the fact that there's a couple of little nods to Better Off Dead in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. There's one stage where they're out of the ski field and there's like a a paper boy and he (laughs) kind of looks at him as if to say, you know, you still owe me money. So yeah, so I I do like that. John Cusack's almost grown up with us. Or we've grown up with him because high fidelity sort of hits that mark when we're older. Yeah. And it's the breakup thing, but it's like connected to music and blah, blah, blah. It's just, yeah, he's just gross point blank. He's got the cool a great film as well. Yeah, so he just he's got to get that perfect parent adult movie that we were sort of tap into. 2012? No. No, it's got to be <laughs> the perfect one where it just taps in. Oh, Hot Dog Time Machine's that nostalgic look back where, yes, we're at the right age to look at that and go back in time. So he, he sort of, every couple of years, he seems to get one that just resonates with you. But, hmm. Hmm. but after finding out he didn't like Stabby Steve, I'm like, oh, why do you hate that movie so much? Don't be such hmm. a prick, Cusack. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you, Mitch. Not a problem. Thank you. And we'll be back next month. All right. Cheerio.